there are lots of lousy businesses, and there's lots of wonderful businesses. It's the art and science of money. My job has been to try and figure out which is which. It's Hi-Fi Radio from the Global News Radio Studios in Toronto with Hi-Fi Portfolio Managers. Here's Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle. Well, good morning. Welcome to the final show for the decade. It is Hi-Fi Radio. It's a show about money. Jack Hartle and I, uh, both portfolio managers, we manage money for individuals just like you. And uh, we're here to share knowledge. We're here to give you knowledge to help you. And uh, I think more importantly, or equally important, to help your children and the next generation. Uh, This is, I think, where we can add the most value if we can encourage you to have some discipline and teach good habits to children, it is easier to teach a young person good financial habits uh, as opposed to teaching an old dog new tricks. Not to say that you're old. You're not. Uh, You're up early and uh, that's off to a good start. Um, We have a formula for success, Jack and I, and it's a very simple formula and it can't be overstated. Uh, The formula is we must get out of bed and go to work and manage our spending and save some money and learn to invest it. So uh, point number one, get out of bed. Uh, your health is your wealth. And if you're unhealthy, you cannot rise to go to work and you will have a lesser financial outcome. So uh, without further ado, I want to introduce our guest, Igor Glebenov. Uh Igor is a, an author of numerous books on fitness uh, and nutrition, and he was selected as one of the top five personal trainers in Toronto by the Metro News Newspaper. Uh, he's performed over 400 engagements for some of Canada's largest corps, educated thousands on personal trainers in methodology uh, by speaking at some of Canada's largest fitness conferences. Uh, his mantra focuses on five key tenets. Uh, Igor, welcome to the show, and please share with us uh, your uh, five. Sure. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, the five that we see most commonly in our practice in our gym and facility in our facilities are menopause, diabetes, arthritis, osteoporosis, and high blood pressure. And so, you, t- tell us how can you help people with those five? Well, just as a doctor has a lot of precision behind the prescription for medications, there should be the same level of specificity when it comes to exercise prescription. For example, when a doctor prescribes a medication, he tells you the name of the medication the dosage, whether it should be taken with food or away from food morning or evening. However, when a doctor tells you to exercise, well, that's all the information you get. You don't know about the type, cardio, strength training, stretching, the intensity, how hard, the duration, how long, the frequency, how many times per week. But just as a doctor would not prescribe the same medication for different conditions, nor does it make sense to do the same type of exercise for different conditions. What's good for osteoporosis will actually make arthritis worse. So again, there needs to be a case for specificity in exercise prescription. Interesting. So uh, Jack came into the office this morning and said, Wolf, I don't feel so well. Uh, just a little too much overindulgence. Now, Jack is not a man who overindulges, first and foremost. <laughs> I have to put that on the record. Um, so for Jack to say that he overindulged, that meant he had probably a plate and a half of turkey as opposed to a plate <laughs> and two glasses of wine instead of uh, one glass of wine. Uh, but it's incredible. The point is incredible. The point is when you get out of a healthy routine, when you're yes. used to a healthy routine and you get into maybe a not-so-healthy routine over the holidays, you drink a little more, you eat a lot more, yeah. uh, maybe you sleep, you're is a little more erratic than it normally is. So um, 
you don't feel that good over yeah. that period of time. And it shows you, you know, if you don't have healthy habits for yourself to take care of yourself and you get out of your regular routine, it can have very adverse effects. So, Absolutely. So there, there's a stock that Jack and I watch, um, and it's called Planet Fitness. Jack, is that is it strictly American company or do they have uh, facilities up here in Canada? I one. think they're up in Canada as well. As well. There's so, one in so, Scarborough. So it's an incredible business, and it's a brilliant business model because it is a, uh, well, it's part of the shared economy. First and foremost, you're not buying one of those, what are those new digital running things? The that, Pelotons? You, yeah, you're not yeah. buying a Peloton that becomes a coat rack. Um, no, you're renting a gym. Uh, the problem is uh, the habits don't get set. Uh, so it's 10 bucks a month. Uh, you, you go a couple of times, and you keep paying the 10 bucks a month, and it's only 10 bucks a month. Um, and on it goes and you don't become fit. So um, you're very specific in what you provide, Igor. I understand that. Uh, But I think the basis of it, no different than with respect to money management, um, is uh, you got to get started. And even $5 a day can equate into about $800,000 at an 8% growth rate over a 40-year period. So uh, we're going to go to commercial break. I'm getting the slap and wrap here. Uh, When we get back, we're going to speak about how, Igor, can you help the audience get started because uh, really life is all about getting started jack you and i just had a conversation about getting started with a friend of yours with their financial plan They're, they don't even want to start later but there is no date that is too late i believe Absolutely. Uh, you, you listen to hi-fi radio on the global news radio network welcome to the final show of the decade uh it's going to be great uh stay tuned and uh, let's have some fun Money. let's take a break but after wolf and jack will continue their in-depth discussion about money you're listening to hi-fi radio from global news radio 640 toronto All right. I'm feeling fit. Time for a nap. No, it's not. Wakey, wakey, my good friends. Thank you for tuning in. It is Hi-Fi Radio, the final show of the decade. Welcome to Saturday. Uh, New Year's is just around the corner, and so are those resolutions, um, which many people like to make and often break. Jack, you're just saying off air that, what, 80% of resolutions uh, are kaput and finito by the month of February. So we have Igor Klibanov in studio. Uh, he is a personal trainer. He is an author. Uh, he is a fitness buff. And he is very, very buff. Uh, <laughs> Igor, how can you help people stay on track for the long term? Like I'll tell you, what Jack and I do, the best way to get people to stay on financial track is to automate it. Period. Automated means the money comes out of your account and goes into savings automatically so you can't put your paws on it and spend it. Uh, One of of the best ways to do it, Wolf, and we do it for a lot of clients as well, is line it up directly with your pay. So if you're going to invest some money and you get paid bi-monthly, then make sure that before you start or you're even able to spend that money, it's already been taken out of your account put into some productive investments, whether it's your RSP, TFSA, Kids RESP, get that money working for you. So... How do we automate fitness, uh, Igor? Um, I guess my answer is very biased, but similar to you guys is hire a personal trainer or get an accountability partner. And a personal trainer. Now, that's interesting. So get the heck out of bed and let's go. Well, got things to do. Yeah, exactly. If you're committed to somebody, whether you're paying them or you're not paying them, if you're committed to nobody but yourself, you'll be tempted to let yourself off the hook easily. But if you're committed to somebody, 
um, you're much less likely to say, eh, I'm not going to do it. You're going to not want to be to have the embarrassment of letting them down. So that's probably one of the best ways. So, But again, very interesting stuff because uh, all these robo commercials are starting to run again and uh, they're, they're getting me riled up. Because uh, I say good luck to robo for the simple reason that people don't do the basics without Jack and I, uh, right. which means they need a personal financial trainer. Uh, right. So it makes perfect sense what you're saying to me. Uh, how many people do have personal trainers versus those who don't? And is there stats on the difference of success for longevity of program they commit to, i.e. Jackson people cop up by, by the yeah. month of February, which I can totally say. Yeah, uh, great question. Um, I don't know the stats on that. If I was to put my guess on that, um, personal training is probably maybe 2 to 3% of the population might have a personal trainer. Again, I'm just pulling these numbers out of thin air, so I'm not sure if I'm right or not. Um, in terms of uh, sticking to it with the program, it's, uh, again, I don't have stats, but I'm sure it's way longer with a personal trainer without for the simple reasons that you're, you're, you've prepaid. So, yeah, so Jack, so, Jack, so, Jack, so, Jack, Jack, you always talk about people like to be a member. Uh, and, and Jack's really on this the uh, uh, plane right now, which you see in society. He's bang on. He's onto something here. Um, Peloton. Again, I don't know the device, but it's basically an app, and it's, you're, you're, it's a stationary bike that basically has an iPad hooked up to it. So, so and, then, the, and then you can stream, obviously, some exercise classes. But, but mm-hmm. so it's not like a spinning class. With a spinning class, you have an instructor that motivates you, right? right. Uh, so I get that. So the Peloton does have that. They do have some world class instructors that I think only Peloton members have access to. I believe that's sort of so the, maybe the that, business but, model. But that's probably mm-hmm. the trick. Then don't just try to get into a workout program by yourself. Because yep. yes. before I came over to the studio doing a little homework uh, for. Uh, uh, Igor Klebanov, personal trainer. Uh, you work, by the way, in the downtown core? Uh, my staff are in the downtown. We're in North York, Scarborough, Mississauga, Markham, and so on. Yeah, but uh, so again, doing some homework for the show, uh, I saw a headline that said you are, I think, twice or three times as likely to uh, stick to a program if you have a workout buddy. 100%. Um, so I, I can see that working as well. But that's yeah. uh, amateur working with amateur as opposed to amateur working with a pro. Yeah, so the difference would be amateur with amateur, they get the accountability, but not necessarily the guidance, the professional program design, et cetera. And maybe a couple of beers and a couple of pizza slices exactly. after the fact, too, right? If they're a planet <laughs> I mean, that fitness, that's probably it. That's part of example. <laughs> I'm good with that. Whereas if they're working with a pro, yeah, they get the accountability, but on top of that, they get professional program design and, like, you know, hopefully uh, if it's a good professional nutritional guidance and so on and no beers and pizzas afterwards right well certainly uh, again I go back to your health is your wealth it is the foundation for financial success um, and healthier lifestyle is definitely on trend um, so on a go forward basis where, where do you see uh, society uh, taking uh, your uh philosophy uh, and this whole notion of nutrition and fitness uh, versus digitization, sit on a couch and play video games. Yeah, um, I think dis- the more disconnected we get from each other, the more connected we get into social media, the more we want that human connection. Um, and that's where people, I mean, part of the reason people buy personal training is the accountability, the motivation, and the professional guidance under the programs. But, but the main reason they stay is because they like the trainer. They like the personal relationship with the trainer. You know how, tell, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to George Brown right now because uh, I, I like to train my belly to eat some good food. And I'm taking culinary <laughs> courses and no different. Great teacher versus not as great. Uh, you know, you can really have a wonderful, deep-rooted relationship because you can connect on a certain subject matter. 
food, exactly. fitness, health, yourself, whatever the case may be. So uh, I can see that being very, very powerful. Um, how many trainers does your facility offer and how can people reach you? Uh, so we're more than just a facility. We do in-home personal training. We have 14 of them. Uh, 14, 14, 14, in-home. 14, tra- 14 in-home trainers. We also have one facility in Markham, one in Scarborough. Um, the way to reach us is uh, either visit our website, which is fitnesssolutionsplus.ca, or give us a call at 647-271-8672. Uh, g- give me a few final tips here before we uh, part ways for the uh, decade, I shall say, and bring in a new decade, uh, Igor. Um, what's the most important thing in fitness? Most important thing is in fitness is consistency. Just stay to it. You know, if you're not feeling up for the job, a half-hearted workout is better than no workout. Uh, so even if you don't feel like going to the gym, f- tell yourself, I'm just going to go do the warm-up. If after that I don't feel like finishing it, fine. But most of the time you will. But even if you don't, at least you did something which is better than nothing. So and, consistency and, is number one. And what's the cost for a personal trainer? Uh, it, it can vary a lot. It's from a, from it's what a, to what? From 20 bucks to 150 bucks. Per, it's a, per, per, per session. Per, per session. session. Yeah. 20, 20 to 150. 20 to 150. Now, that's not ours. We, we range from 75 to 95, but it's a Wild West industry, so it could be as low as 20, and it could be as high as 150, or even higher. Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> well, There's no regulation. Isn't that interesting? Well, it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting what Igor says there. It's sort of like our industry, Wolf. You sort of have to do the difficult trades sometimes, and it's sometimes the most successful trades. So, you know, if you got to get out off the couch, get out of bed, go do a workout, Yep, you're probably going to feel a lot better throughout the rest of the day. You, you, you always feel better once you get through it. It's just getting off the couch. Which, which yes. I, I think the most important, you, you said consistency. I agree. I think that's the second most important thing because without getting started, yes. you're, you're going to be consistently doing nothing. Correct. Um, so the definition of insanity is, to, is, is not to do anything different, but expect a different outcome. Exactly. Uh, so a real pleasure to have you on, uh, Igor. I want to wish you all the success uh, with, with your business and your practice. And well, you're going to make the world a beautiful place to live Thanks and, so much, and help people feel better. Uh, your health is your wealth. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio on the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. I am Wolfgang Klein, Jack Hartle in the studio. We are portfolio managers. We manage wealth. If you want to get a hold of us, WolfgangKlein.com. More show right after this. Don't go anywhere. There's more great show after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. It is Hi-Fi Radio, the show about money. Turn up your radio. You want to learn something, you'll become wealthier. Uh, Pay attention to what we say. We will help you. I promise you that. And if you have any questions, you always contact us, uh, wolfgangkline.com. We will get back to you. Uh, You can text us. You can email us. You can pick up the old telephone. Uh, We work. We're there. And we're there for you. Uh, Incredible, Jack. Uh, The decade has come to an end. The decade has come to an end. Um, And it's uh, going out with a bang. No one's really talking about the bang, but markets uh, all time highs in North America, um, and yet commodities are still, you know, waking up a little bit, but uh, by no means uh, stretched. U.S. market is on fire, uh, and the decade, the, the the winners and losers is just absolutely fascinating. You see, of course, Netflix uh, top of the list. You see uh, energy stocks at the bottom of the list. A uh, very different decade than what we had the previous decade. That's for sure. It was a commodity boom. It was a financial crisis. I would say from 2010 to to where we are right now, we've had a lot of technology disruption. Retail has been turned on its head. 
without question with the with Amazon and you saw the US retail numbers out this week um, and that's actually with a, a holiday shortened shopping uh, schedule as well for the US consumer so uh, lots of disruption going on and you know the big winners of the decade were the ones doing the disruption and like I said old retail and some of the uh, you know cable companies and the likes uh, certainly media has been significantly disrupted this this decade well again netflix the the next decade how one company changed the way we watch television uh new concept binge watching uh coming from the likes of house of cards uh and orange is the new black um you look at you look at binge watching in 2010 wolf you know what you had to do you had to go to walmart or costco and get the dvds and you have to watch the set and you probably traded with your friends and family uh now you can just do it yourself and stream whatever you want whenever you want the key thing is though wolf Netflix is watching you. It's, it's remarkable. Uh, and again, binge watching and the word selfie uh, were the word of the year in 2013. Uh, I think uh, family pajamas are the are the thing of 2019. I cannot believe the amount of family pajamas. We, we, you know, we've we, got we, our set. We, no, <laughs> you do, eh? Yeah, we do. Uh, I didn't, I didn't buy them. No, but we've been doing it since oh, the beginning of the decade, Wolf. So we were, we were early on that trade. You know, uh, a stock that you and I looked at was um, was it Newell Brands, right? No, not Newell Brands. Um, well, we own Newell Brands. The, Rubber the, made, the, yeah. No, the underwear company. Oh, Hanes. Hanes. Um, I wonder who, who's a big pajama manufacturer. We missed that whole pajama trend, uh, and I'm not going there. I'm so not going. There. I can't. What Fruit that. of the Loom? Buffett's got Fruit of the Loom, I think. Does he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness, me! I can't believe the amount of family pajamas going on around here. So you kidding me? You go up like that? Why don't you go up like that? Maybe for Halloween on them. But hey, to each his own. If that makes people happy. Um, I, again, going forward, um, I'm gonna, I want to focus on millennials. I want to focus on the housing for a little bit here. Uh, the housing market is a very daunting place. Um, you, you, the, the key to housing, to get into the housing market, the, the, the key to housing getting in is you have to have a down payment. Uh, one way, it's a bit of a cheat sheet way to do it, but it does help. And I, I would encourage you, if that's your only alternative, is, is again, you get out of school, you got to start working, and you got to start saving. You put money in RSP. And that RSP, you can use it to port into a house through the first-time home buyer's plan. Uh, that wasn't available when I bought my first home, uh, but it is available now. Uh, so you put money in the RSP, you get the tax credit uh, or the tax refund, you put more money in the RSP, and then you can take up to, what is it, Jack, $30,000? It was just increased, yeah, 35000 So 35000 And again, I think the number millennials need today, a safe, simple number to work off, and it's a big number, it's $100,000. Uh, so, so the, the thirty five is per person. Correct. So, so, so that, a two family household, you get up to seventy, and yep. then you need a bit more savings to get through that threshold. And depends where you're buying. Uh, you may end up having to get an insured mortgage too. So we'll see. You, you won't get the twenty percent. I think you're looking for uh, buying Toronto with a hundred grand, Wolf. But I want to give people good news here. Well, no, hundred grand gives you a million dollars. Hundred grand gives you a million. Sorry, ten percent. Ten percent. Ten percent. Hundred grand. Million dollar property. Right. Uh, in in the city of Toronto, a uh, million dollar property sounds like a lot of money. Um, I, I cannot stress. The, this point here enough. Uh, I cannot overstate this point enough. Uh, and that is um, houses are up so much for a key reason, and that is interest rates are down so much. It is so simple. But people think houses always go up. Guess what? If interest rates, or not if, when interest rates go higher, and they will one day, housing will get whacked. Between now and then, it's game on. And Jack and I do not see interest rates running away in America, and therefore that's going to force the Bank of Canada, Bank of Canada's hands to stay stand pat. But look, I want to give you some good news if you're about to buy that first million-dollar <clears throat> million starter home, and that is uh, at a 3% interest rate, uh, each um, mortgage payment uh, represents about 50% principal, 50% interest. Um, 
Does that mean anything? It should. It should mean a whole lot because uh, when baby boomers bought their first home and interest rates were 12 percent, the annual or the monthly mortgage payment consisted of about 90 percent interest, excuse me, 90 percent interest, 10 percent principal. So millennials, if you're buying your first home today, each mortgage payment is a fantastic way to build wealth through forced savings. Almost half of that payment that you make to, to your mortgage is reducing debt half whereas when your parents or, or I bought my first home uh, virtually no principal was erased and in fact it took I, I said this to Jack it took 20 years when interest rates were 12 percent it took 20 years when a mortgage payment consisted of 50 50 half interest half principal uh, right now uh, day one it starts basically 50 50 and I think within about 10 years uh, it's two to one so if you have a, if you if you have a 10-year mortgage and you're making a mortgage payment, two-thirds of that mortgage payment are reducing your debt, which means you got forced savings. So RSPs, it's a great vehicle to help build wealth two ways. One, you need it uh, when you retire, plain and simple, and it allows you 40 or 50 years of long-term tax-free compounding. And number two, you can extract from it uh, for a uh, first-time homebuyers program. It's probably the only way millennials are going to have a, a way to get into the market, but I do encourage people uh, to seriously look at uh, real estate. It's cornerstone, um, and it is just uh, a part of a, a successful long-term financial plan. Uh, well, we're going to get a hold of our financial planner, Mike Bellamy, bring him onto the show. Uh, uh, help us with a 2019 uh, checklist, all the things that we did correctly, and help get us set up for 2020. Uh, it's a new decade, new beginnings. Let's get started and help you become richer. You listen to Hi Fi Radio on the Global News Radio Network 640 in Toronto. More of it right after this. Listen, we're going to take a break, but when we come back, more money talk. You're listening to Hi Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's Hi-Fi Radio. Yes, little Pink Floyd time for you there. Uh, maybe you feel like you're influencing some church bells too. Why not? That'd be nice. But uh, here we are in wonderful Canada, Ontario, Toronto. And Jack and I are down here at Sugar Beach. Uh, so wonderful and mild. Uh, I'm okay with no snow. I really, really am. Uh, don't have to worry about shoveling the snow. It gives you more time to talk about money uh, amongst your family members, your sisters and brothers and your parents. Uh, nothing wrong with talking to your parents about money. Uh, it's a good thing if your parents are drafting their will. Uh, I strongly encourage them to have a conversation with their children. Um, but it's all about getting started and time does go by. Uh, don't let the days slip by. So I'm a big believer in uh, you got to get started. You got to automate it and you got to stick with your financial plan. Uh, we have Mike Bellamy on the line, uh, a frequent guest on Hi-Fi Radio. Uh, Michael, thank you for joining us, our financial planner extraordinaire in-house. Uh, yes, if you go to Robo, you don't get a planner like Michael. And if you work with Jack and I, you do. And um, you know, it's remarkable, Michael, that really, really gets me. Uh, when you write a financial plan for a client of ours, you forecast at 5%. It's been a great, it's been a great decade. Um, Jack and I are compounding clients wealth uh, you know in the high eights and low nines uh, for the last 10 years so it's a wonderful way to build wealth and double uh, double your net worth over a seven eight year period but when you when you draft financial plan 
finance clients always commit to a savings program in that financial plan. And you, you do financial forecasting based on market growth, based on inflation, based on them saving. And let me ask you, how often when you do the financial plan review with a client every three to five years, have they stuck to their plan? The other, the other thing before you do that, Mike, sorry, but yeah. the other thing, it's not just a savings plan that we project for clients. We also do a spending plan too, just depending on where they're at within their investment time horizon. So some of them are actually harvesting those investments. So we also see people not just saving towards retirement, but also spending in their retirement. And we do those long-term projections. But a lot of the time, I think, and this is where uh, Wolfgang was leading, is they really don't stick to the plan that you present. No, exactly, Jack. And that's, and that's one of the big things, too, with clients is uh, especially the spending number. We find, you know, the first couple of years of retirement, at least, that it's, you know, they tend to spend a lot more than we're forecasting, um, whether it's just because they're excited because they're in retirement for the first few years or whatever it might be. But they tend to, to overspend, and I would say that, you know, two to three year window. And then they kind of find their comfort zone. So yeah, sorry, Michael, let me let me, let me yeah. jump in right there. Cause they, so here, yeah. here's the thing, because I, I have a sense as to why people overspend, because yeah. they underestimate what they currently spend, because they don't know what they currently spend. They got a paycheck coming in, uh, and they, they deal with it willy-nilly, and they think mm-hmm. they spend less than they do until they actually get the bills coming in, no paycheck. Now they got to extract, they got to harvest, as Jack said. But let, let's go back more importantly, because once you hit retirement, you know, Jack and I can manage that wealth, but you're not going to be accumulating anymore. You're going to be harvesting. We yeah. can help people the most at the beginning of it all. Uh, let's get them on a proper savings plan. So I go back to my question. Plans that you write, what percent of clients actually stick to the savings program? I would say around 60%, um, give or take around there. It's You have, you have certain clients that are very disciplined. And, and to be honest, I think where you're probably leading this as well is the ones that stick to it are the ones that have the automated savings. Yeah. The ones that are coming out right away. Um, you know, they have the monthly packs that they set up, and we do it that way. And we sit down and remind them at the, the beginning of each year that this is what we're going to take out monthly rather than the clients that are trying to scramble in February or January to come up with that RSP contribution or that tax-free savings account contribution, those are the ones that it tends to slip through the cracks or they or they just avoid it or whatever it may be. But if you can do it on a monthly basis, it doesn't seem as bad. 2000 a month seems a lot better than 24000 Sure it does. And Jack, Jack, Jack's point always is every single paycheck. So don't do it. If you get paid monthly, once a month. If you get paid weekly, every single week. And that's, again, what I'm doing with my son right now. And, again, I think my, my, my kid is going to have one of the finest financial plans, not because of brilliance, but because of time, taking advantage of time. And that is if you can get your children to start saving at a young age. And, again, Jack's comment is we help instill good habits. And it may cost us a little bit to help instill good habits into a child. So in my situation, I say to my son, if you save a dollar, I will match it with a dollar. And so right now he's saving a hundred bucks a week. I'm matching a hundred bucks a week. You know, the account is now over $21,000 and my child is not 18 years of age. I got a couple of millennials looking at me like now their jaws have just dropped. That's right. I, I, my child is not 18 years old and he has almost, he has over $21,000. Um, Corey's looking at me. He's a, he's, a, he's a new intern. Every month we get a new producer on this show. Uh, Corey, uh, I'm going to say to you, my son's account by age 30, I'm going to ask you a question question here. He's saving a hundred bucks a week. I'm matching a hundred bucks a week. He's got $21,000 right now. He is 17. What do you think he would have at age 30 if we can compound at 8%? Take a guess. Oh, geez. Uh, age 30. That's You could probably get close to probably 80,000 or a lot more than that, actually, if well, you're saving keep, that keep, much. Okay, guess again. You said 80. I'll give you one more guess. 
Let's bump that up to like say one hundred and twenty thousand. Okay, not bad. Uh, Loretta, you want to take a shot of that? Uh, I'm probably guessing within the hundred thousand dollar range. And what would uh, you say to me if I said to you three hundred thousand dollars? Wow. No, is that is that not remarkable? <laughs> That's three hundred thousand um, dollars. So- what, what that demonstrates, Wolf, and we had Sandy McIntyre on. Uh, about a month ago and he's been in the industry now for close to 50 years i don't know exactly the time frame but he talked about the power of compounding and the power of small numbers i love that and that's exactly what you're doing you're taking advantage of time with small numbers so those little bite-sized pieces which uh, michael alluded to at the beginning if you do a lump sum it's very difficult to actually put in ten thousand dollars to your rsp right at the end of the year but if you do it line it up with your pay little bite-sized pieces you get the compounding the long-term uh, effect of compounding, and you get the tax savings as well, which, as you always talk about, Wolf, taxes are our biggest expense. So so the, the, I think the, the next point is to get Corey and Loretta involved in what we're doing here, our producer of Hi-Fi Radio this weekend, final show of the decade, um, is to think out about 25 years. This is difficult. But that, again, is when the magic of compounding kicks in. And the only way you get to see what 25 years in advance looks like is if you sit down with someone like Mike Bellamy and they start to do some conservative financial forecasts. And Mike will under uh, underestimate his numbers. We believe, we never know, we believe that they're underestimating. So that's a good thing. Underestimate, hopefully over-deliver because you're going to overspend. We know that. So we're going to under, we're going to play a game with you, Mr. Client. We're going to underestimate. You're going to underestimate and hopefully we're going to come to a happy conclusion. Um, you are listening to Hi-Fi Radio. It is a show about money. Uh, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Don't do that. Uh, not with respect to your financial wealth. Uh, we have Mike Bellamy on the line. He is our in-house uh, personal um, private client wealth financial planner, uh, only available through Jack and I, and he's just a wonderful, wonderful human being to work with. He's a family man, as as am I, as is Jack, and that's very important because we can empathize, but most importantly, we can help you uh, build wealth. That's what the show's all about. It is the Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. More of it right after this. Making money is the best. So how do you make more money? Come on back after this. You're listening to Hi-Fi Radio from Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Must have a code that you can live by, and so become yourself. Because the past is just a goodbye. Teach your children well. I was waiting for that. Their fathers. It's so important. Share what you know with your children. Um, Jack uh, was gracious enough. Jack and Kate were gracious enough to give uh, Kathleen and I a uh, book for our children uh, written by Ray Dalio. Um, High-level concepts, I have to say, Jack. Um, Not the most exciting book. 
Uh, don't take offense. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's pretty sophisticated stuff. It's, it's the type of book, Jack, I, I cannot give to my children to read because they won't read it. I'm going to have to sit down with them one by one and walk them through the book because uh, it is chalked with wisdom. Uh, but uh, where we, I think we can help teach our children is with some of the basics. I've spoken to you over and over again, friends, about saving money and the importance of it and the importance of getting started and even f- small changes. Jack speaks about the power of small numbers. $5 a day saved at what, 8 or 10% over a 40-year period, I think equates to about $700,000. 5 bucks a day, seven hundred grand. If you can save about uh, just under $1,000 a month, um, that would be just under $6 million over a 40-year period. Now, uh, we asked um, Corey, correct, and Loretta uh, at 100 bucks uh, a week, Matched with the father, hundred bucks a week. What that would equate to in about thirteen years? Corey said eighty to hundred grand. Loretta said about the same. And Jack piped in. That's exactly what you would have saved over that ten period of time. But I said the number would be three hundred thousand dollars. The difference is market growth, compounding. That is compounding where your money begets money. And that's what it's all about. So uh, if you want to be financially successful, you can't just save your money under the mattress. It won't work. It won't grow for you. Do what Warren Buffett does. Don't go to McDonald's, buy the stock. Don't go to the Apple store, buy the stock. Don't go to Bank of America. Well, maybe make a deposit, (laughs) buy the stock, et cetera, buy the stock. But Wolf, Uh, you know what? It's a difficult trade, right? The first 10 years is the most difficult time to accumulate wealth. So they would have saved $100,000 over that period of time. Market growth would have given them another two. But over time, if you leave it alone, so within the first 10 years, you're up to 300000 Within the next 10 years, I think it gets up to seven fifty. Yep. So as your money grows for you, it's doing the work. Whereas it, it's, right, it's, at, right at the beginning... It's all you. You got to commit to the difficult task of saving. And so, it's so, daunting so, because you want to buy yeah. all that crap that Wolfgang's talking but about. So, 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 same thing. What Jack says is year, let's just say you're saving a thousand bucks a month. Year one, you've saved 12 grand. You got yourself 8% growth. So that's you 13 grand. Uh, year two, about the same. Uh, but after year 10, uh, you got yourself. $300,000 saved up through compounding. Um, 8% on 300 grand is now 24,000. So now you, the market growth will be twice, almost three times as much as you're putting in. It grows by three, uh, 25 grand and you contribute another 10 grand. And eventually, i.e. when you become wealthy and you get yourself a million dollars, 8% on a million bucks is 80 grand. Get 2 million, it's 160 grand. And we've done the charts, Wolf. We've got them in our office. It's really 25 years. Yep. That is where the compounding magic happens. That, that's so a, few people oh, actually so get true. there, though. So true. And, and so if you start at 40, the magic is going to begin just when you retire. No, 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 no. Start at 30. Let the magic begin then at 55 so that your last 10 years heading into retirement, you are super, super What's, what are you doing? You're, you're, you become super wealthy. Uh, you're super, super compounding. Um, but that's exactly super, what you're, super fantastic. No, but you look at that, Wolf. So a lot of people do their financial plans, and, and Mike will attest to this. They're starting to do their financial plans when they're 50 or when they're heading True. into retirement. Right. 60. The time to do the financial plan is now if you're Teach, 30 years you're, old no, or younger. Or 15 years yeah. old. Again, I, I, I laid the numbers out for my son. Uh, my, Mike's department did a – I said, Mike, please uh, – Give me a little compounding table. Show me how the the, the math plays out over a forty year period. If my son saves a hundred, I say I match with a hundred. And if you he, he then charted it for me, so you see the math. It's compelling. But then when you see it in picture form on a chart, then you can see what Jack is speaking about about the exponential growth because it is not a straight line. It is a hockey stick, and that's what you want. You want to get right up to the shaft and up to the tip of that stick, baby. 
That's right. But the first 10 years, the first 20 years, you talk about rise or, over or, run, yeah. it's, it's relatively flat because you're doing the work. You are doing the work. You're doing but, the work. But uh, again, you, you'll see the number. 10 years, you'll see some growth. Yep. Uh, but in 20 years, you'll see even more growth. And, and in the last 10, and then it that's really gets when exciting. it really gets exciting. Um, how are you feeling, Mike? Good. Feeling all right. The, um, I was going to say, too, the, that's the big thing about you know, actually putting it on paper, too, right? Because you can tell your kids you know, save $100 a a week and and this is what it's going to grow to. But until you actually see those numbers, I think it's sometimes hard for them to visualize. It is. When you see that, when you see that Mike and Wolf, uh, it's committing to something, right? You see a plan, you commit to it. You you start the process, set up a regular habit of savings. And let, you have have a goal, you have a goal in mind, right? Right. And and let time do the magic and work for you. Yeah. Because when you're kind of just, blindly saving which we we see a lot like i've seen people that are like you said they're they're 55 and they're they're going to do their first financial plan i was like well what you know the first question is always what has your plan been up to this point they said well we really haven't had a plan it's been you know throw some money here throw some money there and hope it all works out but when you have an actual plan set up you know some clients especially the younger ones we've been talking to lately i show them you can start saving Ten thousand a year now, and you don't have to increase your savings at all for the rest of your life, right? Because of the compounding. So then, you know, you can afford the mortgage payments and that sort of thing because you don't have to, right? You know, all of a sudden at fifty, start packing away. I, Mike, I, I, I have clients, a number of clients who, uh, for whatever reason, they were saving their entire life. Then they got into a bit of a midlife situation, and uh, they got divorced, and they could no longer save. The fortunate thing is they saved enough to that point that all they have to do is leave it alone for 10 more years and they will be financially sound. Had they not saved in advance, they would be in big trouble. So you can't save too much. You can't start too early, but you can save too little and you can start too late. And what what, what frightens me is that about 50% of Canadians don't have any money that should not be the case uh we're here to help you it's hi-fi radio global news radio network 640 in toronto more money making ideas right after this stay with us there's more shows still to come you're listening to hi-fi radio from global news radio 640 toronto if i had a million dollars i'd buy And if you're Jack, you build an ice rink in your backyard, eh? Do you have a fridge out there for your ice rink? I guess you don't need a fridge outside for your ice rink. Well, I might this week. But, uh, how is the ice rink? You say refrigeration or a fridge? A fridge, a refrigerator. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You build a tree, uh, a tree fort in your yard, right? You I got a tree fort. I got an ice rink. They didn't, you got they didn't both, mention you ice got rink both. there. Yeah, that's good. Cool. Oh, um, you know, I think that's a, a really good thing for society. As uh, uh, here in Toronto, I guess certainly in, in the West End, there's a number of open uh, rinks uh, where the kids can congregate. And uh, well, they tell us they're playing hockey. I know they're up to other stuff too. I just sure. know they are. Little knapsacks. Going the teenagers, going millennials with their knapsacks. What's in your knapsack? Change of clothes. Yeah, right. Change of clothes. But uh, you know, it's good that they can uh, uh, partake and get off the couch. And get off their uh, devices a little bit. Um, 
But there's also that commercial people on their devices checking their wealth simple accounts. And uh, I say good luck to that approach. Uh, if you're fortunate enough that you can work with an advisor, uh, you, you will be blessed uh, as long as you find the right individual, the right team to work with. And I think part of a good uh, advisory team when it comes to personal finances is having a sound financial planner who can help lay out a long term plan. Uh, we have Mike Bellamy, a uh, frequent guest on the show. Uh, well, it's the end of the decade. Mike, um, thank you for joining us. Uh, I go back to these reviews and you know, when, when you take a look at a long period of time, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, uh, I'm always pleasantly pleased when I see how much wealth we have guided our clients to build over that period of time. We had clients that started with us with 100 grand who now have $2 million, $3 million accounts, $4 million accounts. It's just remarkable. Through part Partnership of discipline, saving, sound investing, accepting stumbles and mistakes along the way, thinking long term, and uh, staying okay. on plan. And that's exactly what Mike does. So, Mike, let's go into the uh, 2020, the new decade. Uh, give the audience some uh, must do simple advice uh, to help them optimize a buck. So the first thing you know, we talked about in the, the last hit there was, you know, make sure you're automating your savings. That's that's the number one thing, sitting down and figuring out how much each paycheck that I can push to the side and not notice. And how much so do you think they should right. do, by the way, Mike? Are you a wealthy barber kind of 10%er or what do you, what, what's your advice to them on that statement I, right there? How much should I save? I think it's that you can start with that number. A lot of times we are telling clients who are starting out with this new is to start with a number see how that feels for a few months. And then if it's easy to do up it, if it's a comfortable number, stay with that. It's, it's a give and take thing here. It's, it's, there's, you know, there's expenses that pop up. There's other stuff like that. So if you can start with around that 10% number and see how that works out, then we can adjust it from there. So I I got, I got an idea. So here's my point, Mike, I want to help you out here on this one here. Cause again, uh, I'm 20 years, your senior, you young fella. Um, (laughs) But no, so I've seen a few things, right? With, with, with old age comes wisdom. Uh, And and that's where, uh, you know, the, 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 the couple walking through the streets of Paris and the uh, husband says to his wife, would you like me to have this man do your portrait? And she says, sure. Went up to the artist and the artist in three minutes, did this beautiful portrait of his wife and said, how much do you owe you? And he says, a hundred francs. He said, 100 Frank, it took you three minutes. And the mm-hmm. artist said, no, no, it took me my entire life. Um, so uh, we, we, we're getting back now to thinking longer term and, and getting started. You say automating. I say getting started is the, the key. But the, the sooner you start, the more you got to work with. And when you start, you don't have any expenses. So I don't think 10% is the right number. I Again, my child right now is working at Metro, and I have him saving two-thirds of his paycheck, right? Right, uh, but he's also got getting a lot of his costs covered uh, exactly, at home. So exactly, what, I, no, what no, I would no, say, no, every no, individual hold, 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 is no, different. No, hold, that, no, hold that point there, Jack. I want, to get, I want to get this point here because it does change each decade. When you have children, you may not be able to save a penny for a period of time because you got a mortgage expense. You may have daycare. Maybe one of the partners is taking time off, which gets back to you got to oversave when you can because there will be a period where you have to adjust your savings downward, uh, and that's going to affect the long-term plan. So do you have you ever approached it that way, Mike, that, you know, each decade, it's different. Each change in life, it's different. Yeah, and and to Jack's point too. I mean, we don't we don't uh, to be honest, we don't sit down with too many um, too many clients under twenty, right? So most of the time, it's new grads or they're they're earning you know you know in the thirty five forty five thousand dollar range, and they're you know that ten percent number seems to work. Obviously, if they're 
you know, living at home and there's there's no expenses, that sort of thing. That's where there's... there's yeah, no, but that's too... But, Mike, that. I, again, I want to interrupt you. That's too much spending, buddy. Uh, if if yeah. you're staying at home and you're making 45 grand, saving four grand, please, you're, you're not doing this... No, if you're making 45 grand, you're not paying a lot in taxes. You should be living at home, home with... What do you think Brad Lamb was doing, Jack? You think he would be spending that for... No, he stayed at home, lived beneath his means, and was saving it. The point so, I, I would mean, make, Wolf, that's very important, and I think I, I agree with both of you, and this sort of ties it all together... It has to be realistic to whatever your situation is. So if you're getting started, if you if you haven't saved anything yet, you got to look at where you're at. Be realistic with your savings plan. You don't want to set yourself up for failure. And if you can save more, then do so once you get that habit going. I think people need help with that. Again, I'm going to give you another example. I'm sorry to, to, to stay in this point here. We, we have an individual who makes over 300 grand, has never saved, and begins a savings program at 500 bucks a month. Doesn't cut it. Uh, again, it's got to be realistic, and it's got to be in the in the context of how much do you make? Where is this excess spending going? How can we adjust it downward? Because ultimately, my good friends, if you want to hit retirement today, if you're retiring today, minimum a million bucks put to the sideline. Minimum. If you're going to retire in ten or fifteen years, I'm going to say two million. You can't have too much. You gotta learn to save and power save. It's easy to spend. It's hard to do the other. Uh, I'm getting the wrap. Um, yeah, the, only, the only thing I was going to say is you want to make sure that there's smart goals as well, Wolf, because you have, there will be people that even if it's $500, even if it doesn't seem like it works, if if that's what they're going to do and they actually stick to it, it's better than zero right at the end of the day. So that's the one thing we just want to make sure that clients are saving something and then we can work on the rest for them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... You are listening to Hi-Fi Radio. We're going to have to I want to come back to this one in the new year. I, 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 right. You got me going here on something here. You really, really do. <laughs> uh, because I'm going to go back to If you're making 300 grand, you're saving five, 500 bucks. And you, you, you're used to spending 300 grand. You're going to end up retirement, and you're going to spend all of it in the first year, and you are, go, you are going to be broke. Um, so that, that's the point I want to make. Uh, anyways, long show. Uh, I'm going to get the wrap here. Uh, I want to wish you all a great uh Festive season as it continues. Uh, be safe. Be merry. Um, live beneath your means. You don't need to go out to another boring party. Stay local. Stay home. Stay safe. Uh, save money. And, uh, well, talk about Jack and I, everything that we've been trying to share with you and pass it on to your friends and loved ones. Uh, you be safe. You be good. And you be wealthy. It's Hi-Fi Radio, Global News Radio Network, 640 in Toronto. Thank you. All the best. Listening to Hi Fi Radio with Wolfgang Klein and Jack Hartle, portfolio managers at Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management. For questions about today's show or any money questions you need answered, email Wolf and Jack at WolfgangKlein.com. Hi Fi Radio for the love of money. We'll see you next week.